0: Hi! Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Synchronicity Podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Megan. And we are super excited. We are kind of revamped the podcast. So if you're an OG, thanks for sticking in there. If you're new, welcome to the wild ride. (laughs) It's fun though. It is. It's great. We uh, pretty much talk about all sorts of things from wounds to what is currently happening in the world talk about a lot of things. It's
1: kind of a random podcast made by two people that have heavy Gemini in their charts. So just buckle up and um, enjoy the ride. If you hate it, see you later. If you love it, like, subscribe, stay tuned because
0: we've got a lot coming at you. Absolutely. Welcome back. Today's topic is a hot one.
1: Oh, you know,
0: it's just a good one. And, well, not a lot of people
1: talk about it. Um, Most people don't talk about anything. Well, that's true. When they talk, they don't really say much. That's what I've noticed.
0: It's true. So if you guys have been listening for a long time, you would know that Megan and I are all over the place. But if you've coached with us, you understand that a lot of what we do is based on Taoist philosophy. So we talk a lot about energy and chakras and astrology and, like, things that carry energy in the universe. So today's topic is, you done play with your mic? (laughs) I got to get it at the right position. Today's topic is feminine wounds. Yep. And feminine wounds can live in both your mother and father and everybody has them. So don't feel shame or guilt or any of the above while you're listening to this because it's just fun information. You can take what you want and leave the rest.
1: Yeah, well, and just a reminder, everybody has masculine energy. Everybody has feminine energy. Uh, If you're a man, congratulations, you have a male body and a feminine soul, the anima. If you are a... She's making faces at me. (laughs) If you're a woman, you have a feminine body and a masculine soul, which is the animus. So congratulations everybody is androgynous, transgender, whatever you want to call it in today's world, but you have both energies.
0: Yeah and I think it's important because you know we talk about Taoist philosophy. you know they believe in the ying and the yang. Eric Byrne, Dr. Eric Byrne talks about theama enema, and must. if you know this is not new they just don't teach you about it and so um, you know what's currently going on in the world. You know, we could go on and on and on about that. But like Mike said, everyone at the end of the day is transgender. We have both within us.
1: Androgynous. Yeah, it's a hot topic right now, but it's kind of funny. She's telling me to talk
0: into my mic. (laughs) Because you sound like you're flying away.
1: (laughs) I like flying away. All right. So feminine wounds live more in the emotional body because the feminine is in charge of oxygen the masculine is in charge of things so men are bricks women are air easiest way to remember it sounds kind of crazy it's not it's not you know we're walking more orgasmatrons women are fun <laughs> women are responsible for all the fun stuff
0: we really are like oxygen is really fun like can't, if you've can't, ever can't, been without <laughs> it by hiking a 14er you can't do anything without oxygen if there wasn't oxygen in <laughs>
1: That would be a bummer, man. I don't think they made it to the top of the 14 or There's not oxygen. Yeah, <laughs> it gets thinner and thinner, and then it's like a really big bummer, and then people are like, damn, why did I do this? So as we get into this stuff, remember not to judge yourself. Um, take this lightly. It can be kind of overwhelming, so if you need to pause this podcast every once in a while, it might be a little bit more triggering than some of them. We've already probably lost a few with the whole... Words like androgynous and transgender. But if you're still here, congratulations. Uh, You're ready for the ride. All right. So, energetic body is where feminine wounds typically live. uh, And it starts with low self worth or compares the self to
0: others a lot. So, what does energetic body mean? Because a lot of people don't understand energetic versus this, that, and another. So, we have to like break it down. So energetically, in the energetic body, how many bodies do we have?
1: We have the physical body and we have the energetic body.
0: Right. So And then the spiritual body.
1: So it's like mind, body, soul. So you have the three. So energetic means more like emotions, feelings, things like that. It's what you really cannot see. Right.
0: It's how you kind of think, feel,
1: act. Versus physical. Like if you've read The Body Keeps Score, those are more um, typically masculine wounds. Right. So, uh, this is worthiness. You know, that's a big one for pretty much everybody I know. Uh, I don't really know anybody that's like,
0: you know what? I'm worthy of all things. Facts. Even though you should be. (laughs) We're worthy of everything. We just let society tell us different.
1: Yeah. So, feminine energy is self-love. So, feminine actually falls in love with another with their masculine energy because... Your feminine energy is already in love. That is where your self-worth lies.
0: Pretty entertaining, right? Okay, so, but what is... Okay, all right. So, totally understand self-love. But self-love is more than just going to get a manicure and a pedicure, right? Like, that's not... That's, like, self-care. And I think, like, Cosmopolitan, like, skews this for women.
1: The only way you love yourself or anyone else is the commitments you are willing to make and keep. So... When I'm talking about self-worth or any of those things or self-love, I'm talking about dedication, discipline, those kinds of things. You take care of yourself first in order to take care of others because if you're dead, you're not going to be able to help anybody else. So, <laughs> No oxygen. <laughs> exactly. So when we talk about... um it's it's essentially being self-centered. You do not want to be a doormat and you do not want to be a bully. You want to be self-centered. So this is where it's like, I love myself. I take care of myself in order to serve others. But in order to serve others, we must first be in a place where we can serve. So
0: it's literally like showing up for yourself every day over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And then you can show up for other people so self love is showing up for self yeah then for
1: others and that creates self-worth it's you know when we make contracts and commitments with ourselves like i'm gonna work out four times a week or i'm gonna go to yoga that actually creates self-worth and confidence because you're making contracts and commitments to self and honoring those despite of all of the distractions that exist in the world
0: right and you can heal feminine wounds real
1: fast by just committing to yourself well, but at least start. By just having discipline. Yeah. Know. It's like 50% of the game. And choosing yourself.
0: All right. All right.
1: All right. So the next one's boundaries. Everybody's
0: favorite wood. Yeah. Boundaries are not offense. just for the record.
1: And we've actually done a podcast on
0: boundaries. Uh, I don't
1: know the episode, but if you go back through, you can find it. And maybe we'll post it in the show notes if you're really lucky. If not, you get to go on a treasure hunt. Uh, but boundaries are really great. Treasure hunts. Treasure hunt. It's true. You it's in treasure. season one. I know that much. I don't know. Uh, so boundaries are just honoring self. Again, that's a contract and commitment of like, you know, I love myself. So someone can't treat me like this Um and if they do treat me like this, I'm gonna remove myself from the situation. So I make sure that I am having power and boundaries and self-love. And again, you treat, you teach people how to treat you. You know that's a, it's a really big thing. And boundaries don't feel good, especially when you first start making them. So, you know, this is why it's really nice when you have parents that teach you young how to do boundaries, because it's really painful to learn this. as an adult. Ask me how I know um how do you know (laughs) (laughs) because i've had to do it so you know boundaries are, are really lovely and you have to remember when you're making a boundary and this is actually something that i didn't we didn't talk about in the last boundary thing boundaries are allowing somebody to have space even when you're setting a boundary so essentially what that means is if somebody's coming at you with whatever. Actually, come at me with something. It's a great way to do it.
0: My life is fucked up because of you, Meg. You did, you put me in debt, you stole my car, you, you, and you, you're the reason that my life is shitty. Ooh, that was a lot. <laughs> Tell me to come at you. And that was like the first thing I could think it's <laughs> the most aggressive way to set an example. <laughs> so,
1: the first thing you wanna do is say, I understand that. You have every right to feel that way. I feel, I feel value (laughs) validated. Great. This will freak the person out. Their whole nervous system is going to be like WTF. This is what's called a pleasure stroke. And it's going to throw a narcissist or a shitty human being like spinning in a great way because you just took all of the wind out of their sails. They were like, wait, hold on. But always validate somebody because feelings don't have to do anything because they're irrational, illogical, and just downright irritating most of the time. You cannot do anything about a feeling except for drugs, medicate, murder, or kill yourself. Suicide. That's all you could do about a feeling. So when somebody has feelings, you don't want to tell that person, you know, essentially go fuck your feelings. You want to say, you know what, you have every right to feel that way because feelings are not facts, so they have a right to feel. You have every right to feel that way. So when you tell them that they have every right to feel something or that you understand that, and then that's it. You don't have to go any further. Or you can say, I don't appreciate or that doesn't feel good when you come at me like that. I am not responsible for your life or who you are as a human or what is going on in your world would you be willing to rephrase that if you need to talk to me so that's called a stroke and stand and then you're asking them for a contract are they willing or unwilling essentially so it's a really great way to deal with crazy crazy people um so you want to validate stroke and then stand and it's it's amazing what happens when you do that
0: well and I think a lot of people like it takes all of the your emotional pain because most of the time if you're not putting a boundary you're just a doormat and you've let people like take your voice Mm. and so when you use these tools and you say that next to like self-love You're literally like those two things hand in hand. You're pretty much telling someone, you cannot treat me like this. And if you continue to treat me like this, like you have two legs and you can walk away from the situation. Well, per conversation, you're only allowed to do two strokes and stance. Past
1: that, you're in a complete world of like, it's, you're not getting through to them. They're in a, excuse me, I've drank in so many energy
0: drinks anyway, and healthy energy drinks, but that's, anyway, um, wait, you didn't finish your thought. What was I saying? After two stroke and stands, you have to leave the Walk conversation. Away. Excuse yourself to the bathroom. Goodbye. Goodbye. Pick it up tomorrow. See you later. Stroke them twice, stand them twice. If they do it again, keep leaving. And remember, if you're
1: talking to a woman, validate their feelings. You can still validate a man's feelings, but usually you want to validate what he thinks. Because that- men think, women feel, even though it's we both think and feel, it's just women think and feel simultaneously men are either thinking or feeling if they're a right-handed man it's all about the brain it's all about the brain we'll explain that later different episode we'll do it on the brain so stay tuned you're stuck with us all right people pleasing and feeling bad yay okay so there's three ways that people communicate in the world one if you're a hedonist which we will do in a different episode you either intimidate with fear you're If you do that, guess what's gonna happen? Okay, like a witch. <laughs> it's because people sound like a witch. That is threatening. They're they are intimidating you with fear. The second one is seduction with guilt and shame. Well, if you would have done it my way, then you wouldn't be in this situation. Or the best one, I told you so, fuckers. Anyway, who's been there? All of us. Yeah. The third way. And the way that we're, if you stay tuned or end up coaching with us, uh, we teach you what's called communication or negotiation using cherishing and respect. And when you negotiate, that's the third and best option because you are not playing games. You are in a stoic energy frequency and you have boundaries and you have a spine and you're self-centered and you're healthy. This is where trauma no longer exists and you do not well it's not that it doesn't exist it's just you aren't inflicting trauma on people you are not manipulating the chemistry in their brain Um, you are manipulating their broca with communication which is actually healthy so negotiation is how we manipulate or communicate in a healthy way if you're seducing or intimidating you are manipulating the chemistry in the brain, either norepinephrine or dopamine. You do not want to be doing that. Uh, well, I mean, you want. It, it's not the best way to deal with your life. Um, hedonistic people don't live very long. Uh, they're usually extreme addicts of one sort or another. Their relationships are train wrecks. And it's, it's, it's just a very extreme way of living. I wouldn't recommend it. Because I've done it for the majority of my life. Now I'm on the path of trying to be as stoic as humanly possible.
0: You're a hedonist in recovery. Yeah. I like this. We should create a new podcast, The Hedonist in Recovery. Uh, We trigger a lot of people. (laughs) They'd be really mad at us. But I love that because I love triggering people. Yeah. So stop people-pleasing.
1: Exactly. We're not (laughs) people-pleasing. Or we wouldn't have a podcast. If
0: you need a coach on
1: how to do that, get in touch with us. We can help. This is what we do. We teach you how to communicate. It is the most important tool you will ever learn because everything is about communication. This is actually why, look this up, millionaires and billionaires, they send their children to college for communication. Why do you think that is? Because... The most rich, the most successful, the most anything, they know how to communicate. If you can communicate, you can do anything in this world. If you do not have communication skills, you are screwed even if you are the smartest know, human on the planet. Even if your IQ is like 5,000, you can't communicate, what are you going to do with that? So anyway, fun fact, we can teach you how to communicate
0: um, to Gemini's who's better then (laughs) it's true. But people pleasers, people that people please do not communicate correctly. Or if they do, they feel bad about how they communicated.
1: Right. And that's how we teach people um, to not be doormats anymore, to take care of yourself in order to take care of others. Service is important, but you don't want to be a zero and somebody else to be a 10. If you're a doormat and you people please, you give up your needs for somebody else. And all of your relationships are codependent because you're a zero and the other person's a 10. You're welcome. That's sick.
0: It's very sick. I've been there. I was like, we've both been there. (laughs) And it's not fun. It's not fun because you don't have an identity. You're so wrapped up in someone else's problems and their shit. Like you have no idea of self. It's like someone else is picking out your clothes every morning. Someone is telling you what to do, how to think, how to feel because that you're so entangled in this like web of just shit. You just don't, you don't know who you are. You don't have an identity.
1: Um, and that's because you had a parent that was a tyrant and a dictator and you weren't allowed to take up space. Uh, and you know, most, there's a lot of narcissists that are in the baby boomer generation. And so there's a lot of children when it came down to it, had to essentially disassociate from self in order to survive. And so it's time to reintroduce who you are to, to the world. Uh, and how we do that is first learning your wants, needs, and desires and then learning how to communicate those in a healthy way, uh, especially to the parent that bullied you out of knowing who you are.
0: And this isn't just for women. This is men and women. Like, this is communication. I mean, women rule communication. you know. But men still have to be able to communicate as well.
1: But here's the thing. I would actually say in today's world, there are more men with feminine wounds than ever before. You can 100%. see it in their bodies. right? Um, that's why men have – essentially, they're so feminized. Yeah. They have been – uh, especially in america i'm about to trigger the hell out of people so you know just just sit tight buckle up your seatbelt if it's not buckled um, or just turn it off <laughs> one way or another <laughs> uh american men want mothers they don't they don't want wives they they want someone to mother them uh which is called codependency but it's a feminine wound uh there's also the red pill society which have just completely given up on women they're not dating anymore it's 40 percent of the population it's a huge amount sperm Um, count's supposed to be zero by 2054 yeah i mean it's and i don't mean that to hurt you i mean that is like step in you know men and women heal like start looking at these things to heal them because you know as below so above what affects energy affects the body go read the body keeps score it's a serious serious thing uh, and, you know, the, these these mothers that emasculate their sons and don't allow them to be respected or step into manhood because you, you know, the toxic masculinity and f- fuck this and fuck that. You know, I- I'm sorry. Being hateful to anybody is not appropriate. Uh, you know, even if men have been horrible to women, which, trust me, I know better than most, uh, it- it's not about... Hate does not foster love. No, only love can do that. Only light can weed out darkness. If you really want to change society, stop being hateful to any sex race, any, any of it. Um, hate has no place. So, you know, when you, when you're throwing hate at the masculine, uh, just understand that, that, that hate exists in you and you need to be looking in the mirror because it's got nothing to do with the men in your life. Uh, even if they are really, really shitty human beings, ask yourself why you've attracted that person into your life, why they are triggering you, and how you can be of service to humanity.
0: Uh, And that's never in hate. Well, and also, you know, it's it's also gifts. Like, look at them as gifts. Like, if it's a father figure that was abusive or whatever, like, you can take the darkest of times and find something in it. Whether it's a lesson or whatever it is, like, it's all in how you look at things.
1: Oh, you know, absolutely. But the thing is, is like you can't take away masculine energy. Masculine and feminine make up the universe. So, you know, when when we try to destroy the masculine and say fuck the patriarch, no, it's like the matriarch needs to step up and be, you know, equal to the patriarch um, and inspire the patriarch because feminine is oxygen. Men cannot survive without us. We do not need men; they need us. If you understand that, you understand everything. And understand the potency in that. It's not about power. It's about potency. And women are potent when they're in their feminine. And when there is not strong masculine in this world, then all the power goes to the government. Uh, this is sociology. It's like when you don't have masculine in your household, guess who becomes the masculine? The government. government. Because you naturally look for leadership or somebody to protect you. It's a feminine. It's natural. as a feminine, especially as a mother with children. So understand you can't get away from these things. Um, it's important to understand them, embody them, and find the highest vibration of them. It's not them against us, or us against them. Uh, you know we're we're in this together, and people forget that.
0: Well, and I think you know if we're triggering the shit out of you, go get on your state website and look at government subsidized housing. The number one thing they put on there is single mothers they do not put single fathers or single parents it's single mothers is they first qualifying for government subsidy
1: well of course i mean i mean it's 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 very vulnerable to be a single mother and often i mean i know there's single fathers out there I, i know some but the majority of people that are in that situation are women. Yep, and, um, absolutely. you know, it, it puts children at a disadvantage, especially little girls, you know, well, kids. and
0: abuse and all the things go up mm-hmm. significantly without masculine energy around. I mean, you
1: need, you need both. It's, yep. it's really, really important, you know, uh, for a little girl, mom is the example. The dad is the goal and vice versa for little boys, you know, mom, mom's the goal dad's the example so you know you you need both even if you're not together or married it, having a unified parental uh, partnership partnership is huge 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 for the health of a child especially in the first three years where they're being scripted
0: well and i think it's really important to note in all of this that this has nothing to do with genitalia this is all energetic body again, like we're just talking about energy, has nothing what the physical body looks like. No, I mean you can be
1: gay, straight, right, left, up, down, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's plenty, but but it's funny, right? Because I I remember going out in D.C. It's like my gay friends, lesbian friends. There's a masculine and a feminine. That's oh, why they always. call them lipstick lesbian. You know, it's like it's very obvious that there's a masculine feminine energy in gay couples and lesbian couples. Because you have to have polarization. That's right. just, it, it's it's energy. If Laws you, of the universe. Two Fred's, you know, they're, they're Best not, friends. They're friends. They're not going to bed together. Yep. You, you have to have a, a Sally and a Fred yep. um, energy frequencies to, to fall in love. Right. Polarization. You are looking for what you are not. Um, what you're missing, I guess, is the better way to put that. We don't fall in love with what is us. We fall in love with what is other than us. Right. And coming into sex, the one of the other ones is sexual repression. Mm-hmm. This is huge. Huge. So, you know, I'll, I know in our house, it's like as children, you're talk. you know, sex is bad. There's a lot of guilt, shame, and fear around sex. And this actually has created a lot of the porn industry. Right. That's actually sexual suppression.
0: Oh, yeah. And then nowadays they've got um what was it the other day I was telling Megan that they now have meta is now giving AI goggles and these like devices that they sent men can purchase and it's supposed to like now be a part of the red pill society that they can put these goggles on and put this device and it's it's like supposedly like having sex but like that's such that's so messed up that's like that just like blows my mind well i mean the whole thing
1: i mean the, the thing about hookup hookup culture i would even argue is sexual repression because you're okay. not actually connected to yourself you're actually disassociated when you're sleeping with a lot of different people male or female well, it's you're not just healthy. using
0: people to masturbate at that point no, you're just like energetically like splooging your stuff everywhere like sp- get together sp- get sp- it together sp- <laughs> sp- yeah i mean you're just literally like I don't know energetically it's it's very toxic and very damaging yeah I mean if you don't have a spiritual connection with somebody
1: uh, then you know you have a a lack of self-respect you're you are emotionally abandoning yourself sex is uh, energetically the most powerful thing that we partake in as humans Um, and engaging in sex too fast is really actually dangerous on a spiritual level But it's also dangerous for your body because, again, you're not connected. Your heart chakra actually is disassociated when you're just having sex with random people. So I don't want anyone to have any kind of guilt or shame around sex. But it's just understanding that, um, you know, it's 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 a powerful thing. And I think that. Society and Hollywood and everything have kind of destroyed the sacredness around it. I don't think you need to be a virgin until you get married, but I think you need to be having conscious sex, not unconscious sex.
0: Well, but now they, I mean, you can turn on Netflix and it's like, I mean, there's nothing to the imagination anymore. I mean, it's quite frankly, and like, don't get it, don't, don't get us wrong. I was a hundred percent. Was totally in hookup culture. I'm a millennial. I was totally a part of it at one mm-hmm. point. Like mm-hmm. I believed in it. I was on the apps. I, you know, like I had casual partners and it was like now being aware it's like repulsive to me because it's like, oh my God, I can't even imagine going there again and how my body just like, it was just kind of painful
1: Well, and, and it, I hated myself. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's quite interesting, right? Like, um. Now that I've been, you know, had unconscious and conscious sex, you can't even compare the two. No. It's actually crazy to me that the majority of my 20s, um, I didn't really even have an orgasm because I was I was like, oh, well, this is just... I actually had a boyfriend tell me, one of my first boyfriends, that some women just don't have orgasms. And I believed him. Oh. And what's so crazy is, is that, yeah, when you're that numb and you're just having sex for a man's pleasure and you aren't really that connected to them and you're not really connected to yourself, that's why... I know women in their 30s that haven't had an orgasm. Nope. And then when you get into conscious sex, uh, you know, and I've experienced this, it's like you're so open and it's like it's it's such a soul connection that it's actually amazing what your body is capable of. And it's, it's worth, it is so worth um, understanding and really connecting to yourself in order to connect to another person it's life-changing
0: well and if this like if you guys want more information about this DM us because we have mentors in this space yeah we do we have lots of people and resources we don't work specifically in healing sexual energy like we talk about the energetic body but there we have mentors that we have worked with to get to where we are that can help you un-numb yourself sexually ideally like because it is a numbing of the sacral chakra and the root chakra and like mm. certain parts of your body have been completely, you have literally, you may not even know that you have disassociated from it because of the trauma energetically that has right. happened in your childhood or in like all of this repression. You may think, oh, I'm fine. And then you're hearing this and you're like, holy shit, I'm really triggered. Reach out to us because we can absolutely reference mentors that can can actually give you back your power sexually. Yes. Yes. I mean, they literally changed
1: our lives. It is life changing. I highly recommend it, uh, especially if you have any kind of sexual abuse. Um, it's you have sexual repression because yes. that there's some, and I don't know many women that haven't had some kind of um, sexual abuse from our society and hookup culture because you know drinking and everything. Anyway, I won't go too far into that. You know if you know, but okay, numbing to f- emotions and feelings so you attract un uh, um, emotionally unavailable humans
0: yeah cuz you're emotionally unavailable exactly cuz when c- someone can't communicate with you some it's just it's codependency
1: well and and think about how your parents are you know if your mother is emotionally disassociated or your father is then you're probably emotionally unavailable
0: well and all relationships are a reflection right so if you're like if someone if you're if you're attracting that into your life that's a reflection You need Um, to look at that, right? um, Like, it's a mirror.
1: Oh, 100%. I actually, almost all my exes were emotionally unavailable until I started getting healthy and realizing, like, that wasn't normal.
0: Yeah, it's a thing.
1: Because I was emotionally unavailable. I was so afraid of commitment. And then, yeah, it was crazy.
0: Well, but I think a lot of it, too, is social media. Like, our social media, our emotions and feelings are so connected to what social media gives us. Mm -hmm. It's the dopamine high, how many likes, how many you know comments right it's not actual genuine f- emotional connection uh,
1: get me started on social media what that's creating it's like a whole ra- like sh- slew of like psychopaths that, that yeah. only really care about themselves and like the emotional damage that that's doing to women because most of the influencers are women that yeah. like take off their clothes and their half like when they age th- there's gonna be so many britney Spearses like shaving their heads and going freaking wackadoodles mark my words Uh, Anyway, so vulnerability and radical truth with yourself is the first step with that. Uh, The the more vulnerable you can be in a relationship, you're automatically uh, going to separate yourself from emotionally unavailable people because when you show feelings or vulnerability, they'll run the other direction. Uh, So, you know, again, going back to that communication of like, you have a right to feel this way, but this is what I want or this is what I don't want. Uh, so it's it's huge. That is vulnerability. Boundaries are vulnerability.
0: Well, and if you have, and we've talked about, and we're we'll probably doing another podcast on this. If you follow, have followed us for a while, we talk about feminine core versus masculine core. But feminine leads with what they don't want. Masculine leads what they want. Right. Because women function off of, um,
1: feminine cores function off encouragement, masculine cores function off challenge. So I don't want is a challenge. I want is encouragement.
0: Well, and that's how you can tell a man in his masculine. If you tell a man, I don't want something and he looks at it as a problem, he's in his masculine. Yeah. How do do I solve this problem for her? How do I try to help her? Um, Men that you say they ask you what do you want? That's they're not in their masculine. What do you want, Megan? No, no, no. What do you don't want? And she should be able to tell you what well, she doesn't want, correct?
1: Well, so a man may ask that because they are not in charge of communication. Right. Just if he asks you what you want, just always respond. If you're a feminine core, of course, and again, doesn't matter if you're male or female. Um, there's more women in men's bodies on the face of the earth today than ever before. Um, and there's more men in or masculine energy in a woman's form than ever before. So, uh, you would just respond to a masculine core with, I don't want. Right. Uh, and it's, again, if you want to be coached by us on those things, cause it can kind of get kind of tricky, uh, go to our website. Okay. So, disconnected from your heart or your body understand that the heart is feminine body is feminine instinct is feminine so when we have you know a lot of women have shame around their bodies my body's not perfect he's never gonna love me if my body's not perfect i
0: have cellulite
1: cellulite on my ass like okay great stop trying to be perfect nobody actually likes something perfect because perfect lacks depth it's Once again,
0: social media. It's all d- illusion. <laughs>
1: it's all Photoshop. Uh, so when we heal like a numb heart and a numb body, a lot of like movement, yoga is working out, things like that, connecting into the body. You know, and I'm no judgment for women that go like try to get like ripped at the gym, but we're not talking about that. It's just moving the body, loving the body. Um, I actually really... Tend to discourage uh, women going out and like just like hitting it super hard. That's not um, that's not really feminine energy, you know. If if you want to be buff and whatever, that's 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 fine. But really, this just means the movement of the body. No
0: shame on the muscle game. No, not at all. It's just that
1: the movement of the body or working out. um, That again, and if you're getting buff and doing that, that's actually. Your masculine energy, feminine, just wants to flow. That's why um, yoga tends to be more feminine. Absolutely. You can gain a lot of muscle doing yoga just for the record. Yeah, do some Mishjanga. Your, your arms will never hurt worse. <laughs> it's true. So, and um, most fears live in the heart. So, it's, you can't heal the heart with logic. Remember that.
0: Well, and I think that this is also a big part of, you know, we talk about sexual repression. Body numbness is a huge part of healing this getting a yeah. re in touch with your nervous system is a huge part of helping feminine wounds become less and become transmuted
1: yes yep um you know just make sure you're giving love to your wounds it's huge huge, huge. your gifts love them because they are all right here's a big one i've been there struggling to receive
0: masculine gives feminine receives it's huge Stop putting, splitting the damn bill unless you're friends. <laughs> just saying.
1: Um, but that's, it's not even just that. It's like just compliments. Most yeah. women are like, oh, They're like, oh, I love that dress. Oh, I got it on sale. Da da Or, oh, it's not, you know, oh, I like that dress. Oh, it's not that nice. You know, a lot of people can't even receive compliments or they feel really uncomfortable getting a compliment. Just say thank you. Just say thank you. Thank you. But it's a, it's a mother wound, um, you know, misindependent. independent I don't, you know. Don't, I don't look at me. Don't talk to me I about don't it. need anybody else. So, you know, a mantra for this is I give myself permission to receive. In order to give, you must receive. Understand that because I see a lot, a lot, a lot of wounded feminine cores giving to their boyfriends. Um, and that's, You're not a mom. That actually destroys a masculine core. So as a feminine core, if you want to fall in love with, with a masculine core, um, don't lead with giving them a lot of things. That's you being in your masculine. That's only, actually competing with them.
0: What is it? Valentine's Day, birthday, and Christmas are the only time you're allowed to give a masculine core a gift, correct? Well, yeah. So Outside of like other things. Like you mm-hmm. can treat him to like a movie night. No. Like women, can-
1: women give abstractly. Right. Like you can... So you can cook them dinner. Cook them dinner. Like have yeah. a movie, or and like, just yeah. say thank you. Right, that's giving abstractly. Like but buying I appreciate gifts you on the material world. Material is ruled by the it's masculine. Valentine's
0: Day, his birthday, and Christmas.
1: Yeah, like any holidays or things like that where it's appropriate, is right. fine to give on the material plane. Um, but don't you know? Don't bring him flowers on the first date. It's weird, awkward. Unless he's a feminine core. But if
0: you're a feminine core. He's a feminine core. Then your friends. You got two Sallys. <laughs> they don't waltz. Friends. Anyway, they don't go to bed together. Um, money
1: wounds is a struggle to receive. If you open your heart and open your mind, this is when money flows freely. So this is a struggling to receive. It's a block in the sacral chakra. You're welcome to <laughs> get in touch with that. All right, so another one is afraid to speak your truth with love. This goes back to the boundaries. These are very, very similar. Um, It's a blocked throat chakra. You're dimming your light. You know, if you can't speak your truth with love because you do not love yourself, then, again, this is a lot like boundaries. Learn to step up for yourself.
0: Well, and I think it's important that, like, if you aren't – and remember, boundaries are love. It's love for self. If you have to even frame it like that, right, like – It's no different than like you getting up and eating breakfast. That's loving your body. You're loving yourself by putting words down, telling people and teaching people how to treat you. Right. And
1: it's it's very, very important. And also nobody likes, nobody values something that comes really easy. It's like if you find $20 on the street just chilling there, it's like oh you're gonna pick it up and be like oh I have 20 bucks like I'm gonna go buy coffee or something versus if you worked you know an hour for that $20 and you're like oh man you're gonna think twice about it because it's hard earned right so when you think about speaking your truth um, and having boundaries and doing those things you're making yourself a person of value because when you value yourself enough to stand up for yourself to speak your truth other people are going to value you more so understand that you're doing yourself and them a favor because you are promoting yourself as a person or thing of value.
0: You're doing a kindness. You are. You're you're taking care of you, you're taking care of them. Well, because you're taking care of you, you're putting a boundary down for them to also learn to take care of them. But also how to love you
1: in a safe space. Right. And, you know, this is being self-centered, not being a doormat.
0: Well, and also when you start practicing this, you realize who really cares about you and who doesn't. People fall off real fast and it's kind of part of the healing process. And then you have like a core group of friends that are like, I, I fuck with you. I respect that boundary and I love you for that boundary. Right.
1: And so then going back to – uh. Shame and guilt, seducing with shame and guilt, that tends to be a the feminine wounded side of speaking. The intimidation and fear tends to be the masculine side of speaking. Uh, but victimhood is a feminine wound. So people that are in victimhood, which is like 95% of our population, is essentially in like poor me.
0: Oh my God. Every day I get on social media, I'm like, oh wow.
1: I mean, I can't believe some of the victimhood that goes on. And I mean, everybody... You know, the, the thing that sucks is like as children, most of us were victims because we couldn't take control of our lives. But when you become an adult, you are responsible for who you are, no matter where you come from. And the more adversity that you faced as a child, the better your story is. So I really encourage you to embrace who you are and step in because the greater the adversity, the greater the adventure, um, the, the more that you know, the creative side, the all of it. You're going to be fulfilled when you step into that adversity, that pain, that um the victim that you were, and make yourself a victor instead of a victim.
0: Well in like News Flash, you're an adult. You can parent your inner child. You have the right to parent your inner child by not being a victim <laughs> and giving it space. Absolutely. Because that's a huge thing is like I think societally and people that come to us like 90% of the people that enter our program are in childhood thought patterning because they don't understand or have realized or been given the permission to be adults and to parent that inner child. And that's a big part of feminine wounds is that victimhood of always life is happening to me, not life is happening for me.
1: Right. And, you know, again, when... Healing these is just a rule of thumb. Um, you know, connecting to the feminine, calling on the divine masculine is huge. Um, don't engage in drama or negativity about yourself or about other people. People that talk bad about other people die young. Remember that. Hedonism. <laughs> Have healthy boundaries. Um, uh, ask for what you need. Stop apologizing. And the biggest one is forgive your mother or whoever was the feminine energy in your parents' relationship is really, really big. Let, you know, um, let the, let it be okay that they weren't the, the parent that you needed, but they were the parent that you had. So, um, you know, just understand that and love them because they weren't capable of being the parent that, you know, was perfect for you. Well, children don't come with owner's manuals. Yeah. And, (laughs) And, and you know feminine cores please stop the like i'm gonna compete with the masculine like i'm a bigger man than you are it's, it's just not cute um if you're a masculine core like more power to you but women like yes you might be smarter and you might know better but do you want to be happy
0: or do you want to be right and do you want to work that hard no i mean let's be real bubble bath are working 14 hours a day
1: yeah it's it's just it's
0: a team it's yeah a team. and men love to work yeah. like most men unless they're protectors they love to work yeah i mean it's they it's, love to provide if you let them provide they will let them
1: yeah i mean it, it again just make space in your life yeah whatever you want to be be it but just don't just invite love into your life and see things through that frequency it will change your life and i think that's it for today i'm nicole and i'm megan
0: and stay tuned for next week but for now hope you all have a great rest of your night
1: and remember if you want one-on-one coaching go to our website we are going to be teaching an alpha class to women and uh, we have so much coming at you so make sure that you subscribe to our newsletter And that, um, you know, you're following us on Synchronicity Underscore Sisters or Synchronicity Podcast. And, yeah, that's it. Bye!